Have some of the spiritual gifts that are described in the Bible ceased? Uh, that's what I want to talk about in this podcast episode. This is Brother Dell of Gospel Repentance Ministries. We are still in the summer series, but not for long. And I want to talk about uh, what some people call continuationism versus cessationism. Continuationism versus cessationism. So let me define the two words. A continuationist is someone who believes that the sign gifts in particular uh, prophecy and tongues and knowledge, that meaning that meaning revelatory knowledge, are operative today. And a cessationist believe that those gifts uh, have um, have ceased. They stopped at the end of the first century, perhaps sometime in the second century. So they believe that the tongues, the gift of tongues, is no longer operative. They say that miracles are no longer operative, or the gift of miracles, uh, prophecy, uh, knowledge, those gifts have uh, stopped operating because they had a particular a time clock or a timer on them, or a shelf life, if you would. And that time has been completed and fulfilled, so therefore those gifts are no longer necessary. So who's right and who's wrong? The biggest sticking point with the whole sign gifts is, you guessed it, the gift of tongues. And so the question that I want to bring about is what is what we're hearing today in primarily the charismatic movement and also I I've been told that it also happens even in uh, Mormonism and in Catholicism is this um, whole thing about uh, speaking in an unintelligible language, uh, speaking in, in, in essence, gibberish. Is the charismatic tongue the same thing as the gift of tongues or languages that is described in Acts chapter 2 and in uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 12? and in 1 Corinthians chapter 13 and 14 for that matter. Is it the same thing? And the answer to that question would be an emphatic no, it is not. What we're hearing today primarily from everything that I've heard and the time that I spent in, in charismatic churches or in churches that advocated this type of uh, phenomenon or behavior Everything I've heard has been um, has been uh, fake, has has been uh, not authentic, because the first century uh, believers, those at the um, at the birth of the church on Pentecost, they spoke languages. They did not speak gibberish. Uh, they did not speak uh, nonsense. And and what was the gift of tongues? The gift of tongues was a supernaturally endowed gift, where the speaker could uh, speak a language he never learned so that the hearer who knew the language could receive the messages coming from God and they would praise God and it would hold, it was the, it was a point of, of miraculously sharing the gospel message primarily to the Jews because if you read in 1 Corinthians chapter 14 it says uh, the um, gift of tongues was a sign not to the believer but to the unbeliever but the gift of prophecy was for the believer and not the unbeliever so in order to get the context of 
what I am saying there, you have to go to the book of 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 14 and read it in its entirety because Paul is giving instruction on how the gifts are to operate, particularly the gift of tongues, how it's supposed to operate in the church assembly because the Corinthians were abusing the gift and they treated that gift as, as if it was better than any other gift. So the point, once again, is a, like I said at the beginning, is there are those who say that the gift of tongues is operative today because it is used to build up the person. It is, it is used to edify themselves because that's what they find in 1 Corinthians chapter 14 that that's what that gift is uh, used for and also there is a belief that there is two types of tongues there is a a tongues gift that is used for the public assembly for the edifying of uh, the church and then there's a private prayer language that we also can use that every believer has access to and can use it to build themselves up and so therein lies a controversy right there because there supposedly are two gifts of tongues and or different types of tongues and that is uh that's not true i mean the gift of tongues that was exercised in uh acts chapter 2 acts chapter 10 and acts chapter 19 uh is the only authentic gift of tongues. So if anybody is speaking in a tongue today, that means an actual known human language. It's a known language, it's not, an un it's not unintelligible. In other words, it's not just a bunch of nonsense and a bunch of uh, syllables put together that don't mean anything. And it, it, it was a known language and it had a purpose for it. The matter of fact, the book of, um, like I said, First Corinthians chapter 14 says tongues were for a sign, not to those who uh, believe, but those who do not believe. As a matter of fact, I'll go to it. First Corinthians chapter 14. Bear with me a moment. I'll go to it. And we'll start with verse. I start with verse um, uh, 21. Paul speaking, he says in the law it is written with men of other tongues and with other lips will I speak to this people and yet for all that they will not hear me says the Lord wherefore languages are for a sign well what's the sign not to them that believe but to them that believe not but prophesying serveth not for them that believe not but for them who believe so that is the um, the reason for tongues and also to get a better understanding for tongues when Paul is mentioning it is written in the law in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, 21 to find out what, what he's speaking about you have to go all the way to Isaiah chapter 28 so but is the gift op operable today Do does anyone have the gift of languages today I have not witnessed a single person that does and I am for one admittedly am a cessationist can I prove without a shadow of a doubt that the um, tongues gift ended uh, by the end of the first century no I cannot prove that but it does not appear that the gift is operating today it does not appear that the gift is operating today I've never witnessed it and just because I haven't witnessed it doesn't mean that it doesn't occur but for those who are claiming to have the gift today uh, 
I do not believe that they actually have that gift. So therein lies the difference between a cessationist and a continuationist. The continuationist once again believes that the gifts, tongues, uh, miracles, prophecy, knowledge are, are, are operative today. And when I say prophecy and knowledge, I'm talking about a, a revelatory gift that is mentioned uh, in the Bible. Uh, so, like I said, therein lies the difference between the two. Uh, I don't believe that the gift is operative today. I've not uh, witnessed it. Once again, I cannot paint a broad brush and, and say that it's not operating at all. I personally am of the persuasion that it is not and what we're hearing today from people is a counterfeit and at the least it is um it is utter just it, it is just uh, i think other ignorance and then at the worst it could be demonic so there are cults and there are other types of religions that that chant and speak in tongues and they're by no means filled with the holy spirit whatsoever as a matter of fact, I want to read to you some uh, some writings from some early church fathers who had believed that the gifts were uh, operative at one time, but then said they um, ceased to operate. Uh, here's one um, one uh, church father's name was Origen, and he says this: and there are still preserved among Christians traces of the Holy Spirit, which appeared in the form of a dove. They expel evil spirits and perform many cures and foresee certain events according to the will of the Lagos. For they have no longer prophets nor miracles, traces of which to a considerable extent are still found among Christians and some of them more remarkable than any that existed among the Jews. And these we ourselves have witnessed if our testimony be received. Moreover, the Holy Spirit gave signs of his presence at the beginning of Christ's ministry and after his ex ascension he gave still more but since that time these signs have diminished although there are still traces of his presence in a few who have had their souls purified by the gospel and their actions regulated by its influence and he um, lived around AD 248 so this would have been in the early third century so that was um, that was his view and Let's see, if, let's see if I can find another one that spoke on it. Another person that spoke on the um, whole thing about certain gifts was um, St. Augustine. He said this, he says, uh, let's see, for not even now when a hand is laid on the baptized do they receive the Holy Spirit in such a way that they speak with the tongues of all nations nor are the sick now healed by the passing shadow of the preachers of Christ. Even though such things happen at that time, manifestly these ceased later. And um, Augustine lived in the, uh, the third or the fourth and fifth century. Uh, so he was also um, considered an early church father. So that's just two uh, quotes from two early church fathers who believe that the gifts have ceased doesn't mean that they're absolutely correct just because they're an early church father doesn't uh, mean that what they say is ex cathedra in other words that it is without error I mean they err too but 
these are two uh, authoritative uh, individuals in the early church that said that the gifts at one time did operate during the time of Christ and the apostles but then the uh, spirit of God they believe did not endow people with that type of um, gifting as time marched on so once again it's always going to be a debate between those who are continuationists and those who are cessationists meaning that they believe certain gifts like uh, healings uh, miracles uh, not certain uh, like revelatory knowledge tongues has ceased and and I would go on to say that once again what we're hearing today is a dangerous uh, counterfeit uh, babbling in tongues is not a spiritual gift it is not something that the Holy Spirit uh, endows a person with and I do also do not believe for a second that there is a a second gift of tongues that a person can do in their in their uh, prayer time some people regard that as a private prayer language others refer, refer to it as a heavenly language because in the uh, beginning of uh, the 13th chapter of 1 Corinthians Paul said if I can speak with the tongues of men and the tongues of angels uh, yet I don't have love I'm like a, a sounding brass or a, a gong, you know like a gong and so people have um, surmised from the fact that Paul says tongues of angels that there's a um, there's an angelic type of speech what I find interesting about that is that every time an angel spoke in the Bible he spoke in the language of the people that they were communicating with so uh, there is no angel talk if anything Paul was using a hyperbole to uh, use he was using exaggerated language to uh, bring home a point in other words he's saying that it doesn't matter if I can speak in different languages even if I could speak like that of an angel if I don't have love it doesn't matter it, it doesn't mean anything he says I'm nothing so that's the point Paul is trying to make he says even if I could speak angel talk whatever that is and as far as we know angels spoke in the language of the people because whenever they communicated in scripture that's what they did so therein lies uh, your difference between those who um, believe that the gifts are operative today uh, that's their opinion and those that believe that certain gifts are not operative operative today that's their opinion and you have those who say that the uh, the gift of tongues has ceased already and there are those who say well no that that gift is still operative you cannot pinpoint a certain time when it says that the gift has ceased the Bible does say that tongues will cease it does say that in 1st Corinthians uh, chapter 13 that the gift of tongues would cease like I said and what it goes on to say in the 13th chapter of uh, 1st Corinthians it says when that which is perfect perfect has come then that which is done in part shall shall vanish shall go away so there are some that believe that when it talks about the perfect in 1st Corinthians chapter 13 is talking about the coming of Christ and there are those that said is talking about the uh, canon of scripture when the scripture is complete then we will have all the knowledge that we need there will be nothing else to reveal there will be nothing for God to decree through any of his servants and we have the completed word of God then those uh, sign gifts that were done in part will have served their purpose and they will not be needed any longer so I guess you as the individual 
have to make a judgment. I personally, this is my personal opinion, Brother Dale, that the gift of tongues and the gift of um, revelatory knowledge and the gift of miracles and healings, I don't believe those are operative today because they had a particular purpose and the gift of healings and, and miracles and signs and wonders was to authenticate the messenger and their message. And that's why Jesus did the things that he did so that he could back up and prove that what he was saying and who he was was authentic and the same type of uh, benefit was conferred upon the apostles after he left ascended into heaven and was seated at the right hand of the father they also had the ability to um, raise the dead and to cast out demons and to heal the sick and to cause blind eyes to be opened and to uh, open the ears of the deaf and to um, unloose the tongues of those who were dumb or who were mute that could not speak or had people who had um, severed limbs to have their limbs grow back. All types of miracles, all types of signs, all types of wonders were given to them to authenticate their message uh, and their office. So that's why uh, those signs were given. And so for us to believe that every believer can do these things uh, to me doesn't make any sense because if that was the case, how could you distinguish between the apostles and their close associates. The Bible makes it very clear that uh, special signs were done by the hands of the apostles. It didn't say by every believer. So every believer has never been given the ability to do all the, the gifts and the signs and the wonders that are, that are mentioned in the Bible, in particular in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Not every believer has the ability to do, to do that because if that was the case, why don't we just go into all the infirmaries, all the hospitals, and um, kill everybody that has a disease, raise the dead, if we had that type of ability. We don't, because we're, we're not able to do the things that the apostles and their close associates did in the first century. God did not confer those gifts on everyone. And that's just, that's just a simple truth of it. So that's all I wanted to say in regards to this. I mean, once again, it, it is a... Um, a battle, I guess, if you want to call it that, between the continua continuationist and the cessationist, those that believe that the gifts are operative today versus those who believe that certain gifts have ceased. Thank you for listening. I'm Brother Dale of Gospel Repentance Ministries. We'll check you next time.